And we've been speaking about the Hisab Kitab that is accountability in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which will not be an easy one. However, certain people they will enter into Jannat without any Hisab, without any accountability. Allah ta'ala make us from those people. And there are certain actions that if a person does then his accountability becomes easy. Previously we had mentioned a hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wherein Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had mentioned man asbaha minkum man a man istata'ata minkum a yusbiha wa yumsiya wa leysa fi qalbihi ghashun li ahadin that that person if it's possible for him to wake up in the morning and in the evening and he doesn't have any type of hatred for anyone in his heart, he has a clean heart, then he should try to do that. Why? Because Because on the day of Qiyamah, then his hisab and his kitab and his accountability will become easy for him. We have spoken in detail about different situations that people go through and the different types of people that a person is facing and how we should deal with the different situations. Another hadith Nabi Kareem وسلم, speaks about where our hisab and our accountability will become easy is when Nabi وسلم, has spoken our silatul rahim. Silatul rahim means how to have good relationships with one's family members. This aspect has been dealt with with so many ahadith and so many ayats of the Holy Quran. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in one ayat which we read in nearly every Jummah khutbah that inna Allah ya'muru bil adli wal ihsan wa ita'idil qurba wa yanha'anil fahshai wal munkari wal baghd that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded you to be just and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded you to do good. That you must do good. So, إِنَّ اللَّهِ يَعْمُرُ بِالْعَدْلِ وَالْإِحْسَانِ وَإِتَاهِ ذِي الْقُرْبَى And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked you, has commanded you that you give the relatives that was due right. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned in many ayats of the Qur'an وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا وَبِذِي الْقُرْبَى they do good towards your parents because your relatives start off 
with your parents. And thereafter, your family, that is your wife and your children. And then your brothers and your sisters, they are your close relatives. And then you get the relatives going further and further. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that you must do good towards your relatives. Many, many ayat, many ahadith. In one hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned that ar-rahimu mu'allaqatun bil-arsh that having good ties with one's relatives that thing is close to the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala complaining to Allah that oh Allah people are breaking me Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told that I will guarantee you asilu man asalak wa akta'u man qata'ak that I will join that person that will join you and I will break the person that breaks so it is a very very serious issue when it comes to our rights to our family members and those that are close to us and there are great rewards for that person who joins family ties unfortunately today we have not understood what is the meaning of family ties according to us that person who scratches my back, I will scratch his back. That person who smiles with me, I will smile at him. That person who sees me right, I'll see him right. But that is not real akhlaq and real character which Islam teaches us. This is the way of the kuffar. And only that person who sees you right, you see him right. We are living in a time of where everyone is shouting out for their rights. They are not fulfilling the next person's rights. Whereas Islam teaches us that every person must worry about the rights that he has to fulfill. If the next person does not fulfill his rights, then there are avenues where a person can go where he can get his rights from that person. But if that person in the end still does not win, then a person should turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala remove the zulam and the oppression that is done by whoever is being done. And if that person still continues making sabr, he doesn't make his zulam from his side. Not like what happens today, that if one person oppresses us, and we say we have to oppress him. Remember, we all have to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. Two wrongs do not make a right. If that person oppressed us, you will have to answer on the day of Qiyamah. But if we oppress him, we also have to answer on the day of Qiyamah. Once Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa a sahabi was reprimanding his slave. And he was hitting him. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, from someone from the back, he heard someone from the back saying, that fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he looked back, and he sees Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says to him he asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that this slave has gone against me therefore I'm reprimanding him will I be taken to task on the day of Qiyamah Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said yes Allah will look at what wrong he did to you and he'll put it on one side and Allah will see the harm that you caused to him and put it on the other side and to see whether your harm was in accordance to what he did to you if it is equal, you are saved. But if you harm him more than what he did to you, then you'll be taken to task on the day of Qiyamah. 
So these rights, unfortunately today we are living in a situation where no one wants to worry about his rights that he has to fulfill. He's more worried about demanding his rights. Whereas Nabi Kareem Sallallahu throughout the hadith, Nabi Sallallahu told the Sahab Ramlum, you worry about fulfilling your rights. And if that person does not fulfill his rights, he's answerable on the day of Qiyamah. But it must not be that you do harm and he does harm, both of you will be answerable on the day of Qiyamah. Nabi Kareem Sallallahu went on to see, speaking about rights on the day of Qiyamah, even if there are two animals, and both these animals, they are not such that they have to fulfill any rights of Allah. No laws of Allah come upon animals. They don't have to read namaz, roza, fulfill the rights. I mean, they got nothing. But Allah wants to show the importance of fulfilling of rights. Even if one animal butted another animal, unrightfully, on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will bring that other animal to butt it back. This will show the importance of fulfilling the rights. So fulfilling the rights of people is very very important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the one incident, mentions few incidents in the Quran, but I will speak about one incident, the first incident where between two brothers they started fighting. We all know the incident, Habil and Qabil. And what were they fighting over? And these were brothers, we talk of relatives now, making relations with relatives. These were two brothers. Unfortunately today, we'll have a dispute regarding money and inheritance. We prepare to take the money and give it to the court and give it to the lawyer, but we're not prepared to give that same money to our brother. If he calls zulam, definitely he will be taken to task on the day of Qiyam. But we prepare to break the relationship with our brothers. But look at this incident. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Just very briefly, we know that in the beginning, when Adam al-Islam and Hawa al-Islam spread, insan, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it such that Hawa al-Islam is to give birth to twins. So the first birth, she will give birth to a boy and a girl. And the second birth, a boy and a girl. But the boy from the first birth is allowed to get married to the girl from the second birth. He's not allowed to get married to his own sister. Qabil, his sister was very beautiful. Habil was born after him. And his sister was not so beautiful. And Qabil had to get married to Habil's sister. And Habil has to get married to Qabil. But Qabil is not prepared to accept that. The law of Allah is one side. My desires is on the other side. Am I prepared to forgo my desires for the law of Allah? They started fighting. He's not, he not prepared to allow him to get mad. So the case was brought to Adam al Adam al tried to explain to Qabil. Qabil doesn't understand. So he told Qabil, all right. Make a sacrifice, both of you make a sacrifice. Whosoever sacrifice is accepted, then the other must accept the, must accept the verdict. Qabil, who was fighting and making the problem, he used to deal with crops. So he decided to choose his lowest grade crops and he gave it in charity. And Habil, 
he was he used to do business in cattle and animals and he took the best animal and he gave it in charity and in those days the acceptance of the charity was that a fire would come and devour that thing when a fire came and it burnt it then you must know your charity is accepted from the side of Allah and it so happened that it, both of them gave the charity the fire came and burnt the animal of, of Habit this made Qabit even more angry first of all he didn't want to accept the law of Allah secondly now his charity is not accepted in the rage he picks up an axe going to kill his brother Inni lannak, I will kill you just like how we find people fighting today also. with their own family members I'll kill you I won't go to your janazah I won't speak to you forever my children mustn't speak to you my family mustn't and he's carrying on he said Inni lannak. what is the response of Habil Habil Mufassirin mentioned was more stronger than even Qabil he could defend himself and it's permissible to defend yourself self-defense is permissible but because here now it's a family member now because he may hurt him more that's another problem also so he said, لَإِن بَسَطْتَ إِلَيَّ يَدَكَ لِتَقْتُلَنِي مَا أَنَا بِبَاسِتِ يَدِ إِلَيْكَ لِتَقْتُلَنِي That if you stretch your hands to hurt me, I'm not going to set my hands to hurt you. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. I don't want to become sinful because of you. This now I will fight you, I'll become sinful. You want to become sinful. إِنِّي أُرِيدُ أَنْ تَبُوَ بِإِثْمِي وَإِثْمِكَ فَتَكُونَ I want you that you must now you're not only going to return with your sin you're going to return with my sin but I never did anything what was the position of Habil he was killed in that situation Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him such a great status that according to some riwayat it's mentioned that his animal was accepted by Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it such that the same animal became the ram in the time of Ismail and Islam, according to some religions. And look at Qabil. He's running around the whole world, he doesn't know what to do. Right till the day of Qiyamah, every person that murders, he's going to get the sin for it. Why? Because he's not prepared to just give in, one, firstly, to the law of Allah. Secondly, it was his own brother. If he gave in, what a great reward he would have got in the Akhir. Nabi Kareem sallallahu has mentioned this to show you what is the reward. Man ahabba ay yubsata rizquhu wa yunsa umruhu In one divided got wa yudfaw anhu And if, if that person, that person who wishes that his life must be increased and people must speak good of him after that. And his risk must also increase. And people must think good of him. And if he wishes to have a good death, then he must see that he joins family tents. Now this is a thing we're looking for every day. Everyone is worried about his finance. Everyone is worried about what people will talk about me. He wants barakah in his, own, in his life. He wants that he must be, he lead a healthy life and he also wants his ending to be a good one. Nabi Karim is telling him, you do your, your side of the thing, 
You fulfill the rights of everyone. Whether it be your relatives, non-relatives. Allah says, I will make sure. That Allah will give you barakah in your life. You can have a short life. But you'll achieve a lot. You'll do those things that will make Allah happy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you barakah in your life also means Allah will give you a healthy life also. According to, according to muhaddisin, Allah will give you a healthy life also. Allah will give you barakah in your risk also. Barakah in your risk doesn't mean a lot of wealth. One person gave me a beautiful example. He said barakah is like an elastic. That elastic is, looks small but you can stretch it. He says a person got little money, but he stretches to such an extent it fulfills all his needs. That is barakah. Another person got so much of wealth, end of the day he's still looking for more money because nothing of his is even fulfilled. That's not barakah. And the last one, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you want to have a good debt, a debt upon iman, and fulfill the rights of your relatives, fulfill the rights of people, then inshallah you'll see, you will get this. There are so many other rewards that are mentioned in the hadith. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala must take us from this world in such a way. We are not owing Allah anything. And we are not owing man anything. We go with a clean slate. No hukukullah, no rights of Allah is upon us. No rights of man is upon us. That we go in front of Allah and we stand in front of Allah in such a condition. Then you can imagine that we are not owing anyone. Then we can, ex- we can expect that that hisab and that accountability in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will become an easy one. Allah give us tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah.